0: episode 38, Shrink Your World of Influencers.
1: Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered
0: hi elite educators this is Gretchen from always a lesson whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself this podcast is for you I am here to empower you to reach your potential and you're already climbing towards it by taking the time to invest in yourself by listening to a podcast like this to help hone your craft Today I want to help you reignite your passion and potential by talking about shrinking your world of influencers by becoming globally connected with other educators. So this is stepping up your game in a whole new way. Hang on, this is going to be one empowering ride. First of all, happy leap year. This episode is set to be released on February 29th, 2016. So if you were born on this day, you know how very special it is because it only comes around every four years. And this year, you have 366 days to be an amazing educator. The show today is unlike none other I have done before. Remember how I say that I don't plan my podcast episodes way in advance? That I like to be inspired and sometimes it comes down to the wire? Well, today I was doubly inspired because I recorded two episodes in one day. Holy productivity, Batman. But that's what happens. You just never know when it's going to hit you. So to give you a bit of background, I've been participating in Twitter chats for a few years now. They're a great way to meet other educators who are passionate about education. They're positive individuals. They've got big ideas and hearts. And if you haven't jumped in on one yet, go check out my blog post. I'll link it up in the show notes that will just walk you through a Twitter chat. But many educators I met through those chats have helped bring me out of a dark place of stress, uh, depression, and a hate for teaching. I talked about that in our last episode. But luckily, without them even knowing it, their ideas and excitement for education helped me reignite my own love for it, too. And I started interacting on Voxer recently, and many of those Twitter chats are now happening via Voxer. So if you don't know what Voxer is or are not sure how to use it, I'll also add that blog post to the show notes to help you out. In addition, I have started a Voxer group for Always a Lesson readers and listeners who just want to better understand the app in a safe community of people. So if you want to join, just shoot me an email, gretchen at com, and I'll add you to the group. So this morning, it's a Saturday, I'm just laying around, and I got a Vox from an edgy buddy named Sarah. And she was asking our edgypreneur Voxer group if we would be around in 45 minutes, and if we were, if we were interested in helping her out with something. Well, the thing I love about Twitter and Voxer is it's PD and your PJs. I'm just sitting, catching up on my shows on DVR. I'm sitting in my pajamas, snuggling with my dogs, uh, my husband happens to be away for the weekend, so I was free. Sarah added me to the separate Voxer group of other educators that came together to help her out. And during our conversation, the sweetest, most unexpected Vox came in about this podcast. So instead of shouting out a listener for their touching rating and review, I'm just going to highlight this educator. Her name's Cynthia Day, and she runs in the same PLN network that I do.
2: I've been listening to your podcast, Gretchen. Um, I like I like them for several reasons. But one of the things I like best about them is that they are relatively short and so you have a takeaway from them. You know, it isn't like a long conversation. Those are are fun for other reasons, but it's really concise and you can walk away and have something that you can really hold on to.
0: Thank you to all who are subscribing to the show. I am humbled every time I see those download numbers. All right, so let's get excited because you are gaining full access behind-the-stage passes to a private group conversation that happened on Voxer and was showcased at a conference live. Uh, How cool is that? So I'll start by sharing Sarah's introduction to what you're going to hear today, and then I'll just let it rip. Edgy greatness overload.
3: Hey everyone, my name is Sarah Thomas and I am a regional technology coordinator in Maryland. I am also the founder of the EduMatch project, which connects educators globally along um along similar areas of interest. So I just wanted to thank uh to thank Gretchen and to thank everyone who was participating in the uh in the Voxer group just now. That was kind of like a a way to bring in people who were not in the conference. Um, into the conference, and reason being because we were talking about EduMatch, and I just wanted the people in the room to be able to kind of experience it and experience, you know, the power of not just EduMatch, but the power of uh, connections in general and how, you know, how networks, how networking with other educators can be just so beneficial and so inspiring and so informative. Um, So I was at the Five Sigma conference, and, uh, Centennial, Colorado, and it was a great time. So, thank you. All right, Vox, repeat already. <laughs> hey guys. All right, so I know that uh, that many of you are still sharing. So, thank you so much for that. Looking forward to uh, listening to all these responses. But um, just a quick question: three out there. How do you currently make global connections with other
0: educators? Twitter chats number one is a great way to connect with educators around the globe, and then take those conversations further into a smaller Voxer chat that's more personal, but still allows you to get out of the boundaries of your own classroom, school district, and community.
4: I would definitely say Twitter, Voxer, and Google Plus has been instrumental in me um, making global connections with other people.
5: Okay, so for real, I had no clue really what global education was until I got into Um, the organizers group for EdCamp Global, and um, my world, this was flipped upside down, Um, connected globally means being able to talk, ask questions, problem solve, um, glean ideas from people all over the place, and my favorite person to follow right now um, is Bronwyn uh, and I Bronwyn Joyce out of Australia, who is just insane in what she does with her kids globally. And I would have never known who she was without EdCamp Global uh, Classrooms and EdCamp Global.
2: This is Cynthia. I would say that Twitter and when there are events such as the, uh, I guess it was called the Global EdCamp or Maker something, And definitely, excuse me, definitely going to conferences. So I've been to conferences where I've met people who were on Twitter, but I didn't necessarily know them before, just sort of had seen them on Twitter and then kept in touch with them and met new people there. Oh, and podcasts too.
6: So See, and for me, it is Facebook more than any of the others, and here's why. Because I'm also involved with some, like, global, I guess, global, organizational organizations with global reach, and they tend to have more Facebook groups um, than Twitter. And um, so through Facebook groups, I've now connected with places that I did not know existed and have actually made some connections for the teachers in my district to connect with places that we did not know existed until Facebook and those, um, those different groups. Mine happen to be tech-focused groups, but there's all types of groups out there. Um, but it's been really interesting, especially with um, when people people just randomly message you or randomly add you as a friend, and you look, and you're like, oh, there are educators too, and the conversations are just as deep on Facebook that they are on Twitter.
2: Hello, this is Heidi from Las Vegas. How I make um, global connections is through Twitter, attending conferences, as well as Voxer. Voxer has probably allowed me to make more connections than ever before. And thanks to Sarah for creating the Edgy Match Group to allow this to happen. Also, Periscope Um, and the Twitter chat that I have met a lot of people um, um the East is Aussie Ed, Chuck, and a lot of people, not necessarily Australian, but who are in that time zone join into that one.
7: I'm not sure if you moved on or not, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and go back uh, to what Charles says, because uh, I totally agree, starting from the inside out is extremely helpful. Uh, being here in Texas, there are so many powerful educators in this state alone, and you know we're divided in these regions. And so spending time uh, at, their, at your regional centers, uh, going to conferences and sessions and lessons there uh, to connect uh, you know, within your own region and then branch out from there, it's extremely helpful. Uh, I consider myself still new to the game. Um, I started off with a Google uh, Communities and then moved on to Twitter. and I'm still trying to learn Twitter and get in some of these Twitter chats, but it's been extremely helpful, along with the Boxer, of course, as everyone else is. To
1: jump off of what Brian was saying, um, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, I was first introduced to Twitter in an educational sort of venue uh, when I went to an Allen November session, jumped on, uh, tried it out for a couple of weeks, really didn't get it, and walked away from it for about a year or so, a little over a year. And then came back to it later because a friend of mine who was pretty successful in the classroom had kept preaching about the genius of Twitter, so I jumped back into it. And so that I think that the first time I attempted to use Twitter, and, and this can be applied to Vulture and to blogging and anything, any other attempt at connecting outside of your classroom or outside of your community, the foundation, for my understanding of, uh, of Twitter, was was laid down in that first failure attempt. Then when i came back to it i had given it enough time to process um and and to digest it and lo and behold the second time i jumped in it was like oh okay i understood these aspects of twitter now i'm starting to understand these other aspects and then i got it
5: charles that is so perfect because in in the little conferences uh, that we do, we have a Twitter 101 and we have a Twitter 102. And we've got so many teachers that show up that they started Twitter because somebody told them they should. But then their feed is filled with CNN and Lady Gaga and um people that, you know, they follow because, well, really, Twitter recommends that they follow several people also. Um, And finding stars that you like is fun, but then all of a sudden your Twitter feed, if you aren't in risks or, or, you know, being dedicated with the hashtags, um, is filled with a bunch of nonsense, and so then you don't use it. But teaching them how to create lists and and use Twitter for uh, growing themselves has been a huge deal.
3: All right, Vox Squad. Thank you so much for sharing your reflections. For question five, how can you how can you encourage other educators to get globally connected?
5: Sarah, that's my next challenge with uh, you know PD with my teachers. Um, thank you. A couple of them do Mystery Skypes, and um, I know places uh, now because of Ed Camp Global uh, who also do Mystery Skypes, so moving beyond um, our borders and into others is one way. Uh, getting involved in EdCamp Global is another way. Um, I'm hoping that I have at least 50% I'm shooting for high expectations here. A 50% uh, attendance to the Ed Camp Global coming up in June. Um, moving, just thinking beyond your state, thinking beyond your country is the first way. And you gotta find out um, where things are happening and then try to tweet to those things. Or, you know, I don't know, there's other ways, but usually Twitter is my fastest way to get out of the country.
6: Share the story. That's the deal. And what I do with our teachers. You share the story of how it has impacted you. Share how you have grown from it and encourage them to chart their own path.
4: In our district, we um have
6: just again, like Rafran
4: said, shared the story, but also provided opportunities for them to interact with it um while still in that supportive setting. So we um kicked off our first conference back in October. And so we had sessions on on uh, ways to make global connections. Um, usually, social media is blocked uh, in our school uh, district, but um, we opened it up for everybody so they could have access to Facebook and Twitter. Um, we did a um, amazing race challenge that incorporated um, Facebook and Twitter. Um, And then we have, like, just various, like, we created a hashtag for our school district, um, encouraging teachers to post and share the work that they do there, um, just all of that. And um, in my role, I just put it out there. If you think you are interested in this, email me, send me a, a remind chat, and we will get you hooked up. So it's just like providing the opportunity and the encouragement for other teachers who may not be willing to at least attempt to try.
6: This is Tammy, Florida, again. Uh, I have shared the story repeatedly. Every time somebody asks me, every time somebody says, "How where would you find this idea, I take the time to share where I found the idea. Uh, it has taken me three years in this district. Um, I've been here for five, but really, truly connected for three of it. Um, well, four of it, but three that they've noticed, and... It's finally to the point that people are starting to come around and go, oh, we can use these things to learn. <laughs> and um, so it just sometimes you just have to be patient and wait for people to find their moment and then pounce on it.
0: Pounce on it. I think to get other educators to connect globally, you just have to model it yourself. I think if you sit them down in a PD session and talk at them and Even if you show them how great it is, and they just don't get it until they experience it and feel it themselves. And so when they watch you connecting, and as Tammy was mentioning, if, if someone asks you where did you get this resource or how do you know that, and it just becomes part of how you interact by sharing what you've learned, it kind of encourages someone to want to see how it fits into their world. So I would suggest just keep doing what you're doing and modeling that behavior and They'll soon follow suit. Thank you so much, Vox Squad. And the final
3: question is coming up. So
6: um, what resources exist to help educators connect globally? I want to also add participating in global events. I know there was a global play day that participated by millions. I just kind of heard that talked about in the other EduMatch group. Uh, my nephew's teacher is has just discovered the global read-aloud. Um, so they they're actually going to connect with a classroom from Canada. This will be the very first time this has happened in that school district. I'm so so excited for them. Um, even in my school district, our teachers um, in one elementary school, the entire school participated in the Global Read Aloud. It became a big deal, and everybody was connecting everywhere. Um, again, the very first time that it's happened. So finding events like that that are that pull people together to help make connections that. That, um, that, that, are, that people have in common, I think are a great way to do it.
8: Hey, this is Derek, I'm from Southern Utah. I'm just chiming in, I'm out with some family doing a few things, but I wanna to add to this little bit here. Um, I think one of the best ways we can think about connecting is don't forget your local people. I don't know if this has already been said, but oftentimes we are so anxious to get out outside of our own building, and excited to get out of our own district. And yet what we don't realize is there are people within down the hall, that could be doing the same thing we're doing and just not aware of it. In my building right now, I've been the only person for the last couple of years that has been doing anything global, any kind of digital connections. And I found out just, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, that one of my teachers in my building is putting herself out there on Periscope and on Twitter and all these places, and I had no idea. And so she's become a major resource for me. And I've been working with her for the whole year since since August didn't even know so I think sometimes we need to look inward before we look outward because we're going to find great resources within our own building that was an absolute shock to me and I'm so excited for some of the things that she and I are going to be working on and and dealing with and you know we don't always have to go far to find great resources but I will also add and, and, and repeat what Tammy said the people you're seeing in this in this chat in this group are absolutely. Amazing. They are heroes in their own sense. Every one of them are super powered educators taking it to the next level. You know, get to know these people, get to know them, follow them, learn from them, connect with them, and you're going to see there's so much more going on. And I will say also, all you folks who were at Five Sigma, I'm jealous as I'll get out. I've heard it's a fantastic conference. The organizer Kelly, Tan Kelly, is she is absolutely one of my heroes in the educational space. And one of these is going to make it out to her school, the Anastasia Academy, and learn from them firsthand because you guys are heading for a treat.
7: I think another resource that you can use to get connected globally is is by finding um, communities of interest. Like, for example, if you're a Microsoft district, uh, there are Microsoft education uh, communities on Twitter and in Google. Um, you can say thing for Google and the same thing for Google, the same thing for uh, different certifications that are out there so if you're interested in uh, symbolism similar symbol organizations find those things of interest things that interest you does um, that actually uh, make it more relevant uh, to the connections that you're actually making and and also don't be afraid to get out there um, I'm just going to add because that was that, I didn't answer the edge you um uh, thinking of my daughter in guitar practice but uh, my greatest you win was getting over my fear um, uh, that I had something valuable to share with someone else and, and and to admit my struggles and to ask those questions. That was a challenge uh, uh, for me, but uh, I had to put my feet to my face and, and get out there because if I wanted to grow, that was an obstacle that uh, I had to knock over, and, uh, so Getting over the fear can be a challenge, but I do challenge you to, to at least make that attempt.
0: Well, welcome back, educators. How fun was that? Free advice and encouragement from some heavy-hitting mentors in the field of education. I'll link up their Twitter handles in the show notes so you can follow them if something they said touched you. And this is how you shrink your world of influencers. I am now connected to people I thought were untouchable. They were just too successful to talk to little old me. But now we talk every week. You know, the world may be a big place, but there are networks and platforms that educators can use to shrink the size of a daunting world and just gain access to the brilliance of educators who are everywhere. Your influence itself is going to be global, but your influencers will be right in your own backyard. Boom. Shrink it down, baby. Well, what I hope you do is that you stop being a fabulous educator in your own classroom. I want you to take that talent and spread it around your district, your state, the nation, and now around the globe. There is just no reason to hold back or be shy or think you have nothing to give back. We are all learners. We're not perfect. We don't have all the answers. But man, if you just link up with some top-notch educators, you're going to start operating on that level. And everyone around you, including yourself, is going to benefit from that. All right, Elite Educators, that's a wrap for this week's podcast on connecting with educators around the globe to up your game so your students reach exponential growth. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.